Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 5th of July. Oil remains in the spotlight over an OPEC plus dispute that has cast doubt on a deal that could ease the surge in prices. Saudi Arabia insisted on Sunday night that OPEC plus must extend its production agreement to the end of next year, sticking to a plan that has drawn strong opposition from the United Arab Emirates. Saudi energy minister Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman implied that Abu Dhabi was isolated within the OPEC plus alliance. On Friday, the uh, UAE demanded better terms for itself and blocked an OPEC plus deal that cartel leaders Russia and Saudi Arabia had hashed out to increase output. Abu Dhabi is apparently forcing its allies into a difficult position, either accept its requests or risk unraveling the alliance. This morning, Brent crude continued to trade close to the $76 per barrel mark. Back home, the Reserve Bank of India has once again been forced to tweak the methodology it uses in bond sales as it continues to face a string of partially failed auctions. On Friday, the central bank said that it would move to a uniform price auction for benchmark securities of two-year, three, five, ten and fourteen-year bonds as well as floating rate bonds. The 30-year and 40-year bonds will continue to be auctioned via the multiple price-based method. Under the uniform price auction, an auction cutoff rate is determined based on bids placed. However, once that cutoff rate is established, securities are allotted to all participants at that rate. The Securities Appellate Tribunal has stayed SEBI's order that barred the former director of Franklin Templeton Asset Management and his wife from accessing the securities market for a year. Vivek Kudva and his wife Rupa Kudva have been granted this relief during the pendency of their appeal before the tribunal. But the couple will have to deposit half of the 7 crore penalty that was imposed by the market regulator within three weeks. That's according to SAT's order that is available on its website. Now, the government is likely to invite bids from merchant bankers this month for managing LIC's divestment as it moves ahead with plans to launch the IPO by January, according to an official. The Department of Investment and Public Asset Management had in January appointed actuarial firm Milliman Advisors to assess the embedded value of LIC ahead of the IPO, which is started to be the biggest public issue in corporate history in India. An official quoted by the Economic Times in a report said that the budget amendments to the LIC Act have been notified and the actuarial firm would work out the embedded value of the life insurer in the next couple of weeks. In international news, China's cyberspace regulator ordered app stores to remove Didi, dealing a major blow to the ride-hailing giant just days after launching one of the largest US IPOs of the past decade. The Cyberspace Administration of China cited violations stemming from Didi's collection and usage of personal data. The unusually swift decision came two days after the regulator said it was conducting a cyber security review of the firm. In effect, the largest app stores in China, operated by the likes of Apple, Huawei and Xiaomi, are required to strike off Didi. But the current half billion or so users can continue to order rides and other services as long as they downloaded the application before Sunday's order. 
And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. We're kick-starting earnings this week, and the IPO street gets busy with two new issues. So how does that pan out for investors? Well, Friday saw markets claw back in the green and snap a four-day losing streak. Even though it was the worst week on Nifty since May 16th, what could reassure the street is that we are back above 15,700. The measure of volatility is also down to 12 levels, while on the options front, 16,000 is seeing most open interest. All this is hinting at an overall bullish sentiment, especially with the small cap index clocking its best day in nearly a month. Today, the India Services PMI number will come out and watch out what the number tells us. FII's were net sellers on Friday dumping shares worth about 1,000 crore rupees, but domestic institutional investors were net buyers of roughly the same amount. Wall Street ended the week on a fresh high with S&P 500 clocking gains for 7th day. This is the longest such streak since 1997. The jobs data on Friday indicated the trend of hiring is getting better. It also reassures that a tightening by Fed may not be around the corner. Oil continues to trade higher around $75, even as OPEC Plus is far from an agreement over output increases. Let's tell you about the active stocks this morning. Vodafone Idea plans to raise a billion dollars shortly. It plans to sell its fixed-line broadband arm, optic fiber unit and the data center's business. Adani Ports aims to double its EBITDA earning and yearly cargo throughput by 2025, according to its annual report. Loris Labs has received license from DRDO to make and market COVID-19 treatment drug 2DG. DMART has reported 31% higher standalone revenue at 5,000 crore rupees. Indian Oil is buying crude from Guyana for the first time ever. SL Propac has named former USL top boss Anand Kripalu as the new MD and global CEO. Jewelry major Tanishk said it plans to introduce affordable fine jewelry, but still with the feel of gold very, very soon. Tata Steel's UK unit is raising about $275 million through an offshore loan from a group of banks. NPPA has granted a rare exemption to Torrent Farmer's nasal spray from price caps and has approved a one-time price hack of 50%. Drug regulators have given Panacea Bio the approval to make COVID-19 vaccine Sputnik V at its facility in Himachal Pradesh. Gale India is looking at expansion in petrochemicals, specialty chemicals and renewables as it looks to move beyond natural gas. To recap, the broader market continues to attract much investor interest for a second week in row. This week, two IPOs, Clear Science and GR Infra Projects, together plan to raise about 2,500 crore rupees from investors. TCS will be kick-starting the earnings season this week along with a bunch of smaller names. Today, we will also see how India pesticide lists on the stock exchanges after a 30 times over subscription. So place your bets carefully and we wish you a profitable day ahead. Thank you and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Monday and an amazing week ahead. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 